Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Hey, I don't want to talk about it too much, but basically I did um, an IG Live skit. I was pretending to be kidnapped. It got taken seriously, and Facebook ended up calling the cops. So the cops come to my door. All of a sudden, the IG Live just, like, cut and was like, uh, this is against our guidelines. I was like, I don't know what I did wrong. Then an hour later, uh, the cops are at my door like, what's going on? They, like, thought someone was tied up, and um, they, like, had to check the basement and all that. What's up, guys? This is Zach Cratch. I'm the Stupid American, and this is my Platinum Hour. Water. Earth. Fire air long ago the four dear nations lived together in harmony then everything changed when the fire deer attacked only Derek master of all four elements could stop those boys but when Boston needed him most he vanished into the enchanted golden deer forest Season four. Okay, that's the sink. We're going to start off like this. Zach, I'm not going to give you his online alias, but Zach came up here on a promo run, and he said, hey, man, I'm going to pull out this strange dentist bag out of my backpack and I'm gonna pull out a Dumerica headband so I'm gonna put that on and as I'm doing that for those who are unfamiliar with you you want to explain who you are what you do and why you're a great guy yeah so um my name's Zach and I'm the stupid American basically I make a bunch of jokes and pages I mean bunch of jokes and memes and videos try to make people's days a little brighter and um, recently I've been trying to take it a step further and making like my own apparel brand that like donates to different charities and Feeding America is one of them. I got like nine under my belt and um, just working to find different nine what nine different uh, what do I want to call them organizations that are like donation charities Word. and um, I have them linked up to like different designs to um, different shirts. Yeah, you got a lot going on, man. Yeah. And so listen, Zach, we ran our first episode. It was episode 65. This is going to be episode 86. So that was what, like two and a half months ago? Yeah. You've been putting in some work. <laughs> I'm just trying to do the math. Does that, does that make sense? Like 10, I don't know if 10 it was weeks? that long. Yeah, it was probably, I guess it was though. Yeah. 10 weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So back then we ran an amazing episode. It's still one of my favorites, man. And I feel like we're going to run another great one. Oh, for sure. And so when I was doing a little research, you know, I like to have little topics ready to go. I was like, I might not have to do that much because we'll just be able to talk about whatever. But I do want you to start off by talking about what you got going on down in Plymouth. I can, Because okay. it's pretty impressive, man, what you're trying to do. I like it. Yeah, I can give you a briefing. We're kind of keeping it under wraps because we still got a lot going on. Um, right now, we don't even have walls. So, you know, we got that on our belt. Sounds safe. Sounds yeah, safe. it's not safe right now. It's like a big box, but it's like a 30 by 25 foot box with 14 foot ceilings. And um, Was this the space that was represented by Little Boy Real Estate? 
No, that was actually a space within our space that was like up somewhere in the same building as our space, but not our space. Okay. Yeah, that was like off the so charts. That, that, that looked very unsafe. It's actual <laughs> called storage space, that space I was in. <laughs> but do you own that space you were in? We don't own that space. Uh, right now we're in there just like temporary until we get into our real space. Okay. And um, because they got to put walls up, they still got to knock down a spot for a door. They've just been planning all that out because um, they were Who's working. They? The people who own the building, or I should say the construction guys who are working for him. Okay. Um. And, well, one one quick question. Are you still stuck in the simulation? I think we all are. What do you think, Frank? Okay. Well, you I don't gotta know. pinch yourself every yeah. now and then, just make sure. Well, we'll see at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the space is gonna be epic. We're gonna be holding down, like, all kinds of events. Everything from, you know, we could have, like, interpretive art. We're going to have small little, like, get-togethers. And my buddy's basically going to have it, like, also as his art studio. Going to have, like, a presentation-worthy, like, spot always. Like, you're going to walk in and you're just going to be like, oh, my God, this place is untouched. And then we're going to have, like, a dirty section where we get, like, the real gringy work done. But then also have, like, really clean show space. Okay. So it's going to be like a a collaborative art space yeah yeah we're kind of just calling it a creative space we don't quite have a name for it and um yeah kind of keeping it with that for now until um until we get more solidified on our name so is it going to be the type of thing where like people pop up and they pay like membership per month type thing we're thinking of like different Things. ways um, to make money yeah like different ways to make money off the space we're like we're gonna host like small little events and he's thinking about even like teaching art like we're gonna do like all kinds of stuff and um and can, can you elaborate on who he is he my partner kyle stockford uh kp stockford at instagram i met i met kyle yeah at our event he's a nice guy yeah he's a good kid um he's been through a lot and uh as we all have and um he just got back from beijing um like two weeks ago and um he was uh over there doing a residency for a museum um i forget the i think it's Redgate. um but he won a scholar he won a free familiar frank frank is from china so oh cool china is also huge has 1.6 yeah, billion huge. people so yeah is Redgate sound familiar Beijing. I think it's Beijing. Yeah. No, I know it's Beijing. I think it's called Redgate. I know we went to do two different places, though. Dude, that'd be like me, like, going up to you, like, like bro, you know, like, Dave in North Dakota? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, just because I'm from America, like, I know Dave in South Dakota. Who knows? I might know Dave. I don't know Dave. Okay, me neither. But he sounds like a good guy. Yeah, I actually just met a Dave who was a really nice guy yesterday. Was he? But we'll talk what about What does it. he do? <laughs> he does excavation work, and uh, I was actually planting, I planted 10 trees yesterday. Whoa, where? Ten, six foot, like three or 400 pound trees. Jeez. In someone's front yard. Is that um, how your hands got all bodied? Yeah, man, my hands are totally. Actually, this guy's this looking was, like Davy Crockett over actually, here, man. This not from the trees. This is actually from smashing up his driveway. I had to like smash the end of the driveway and like get all the concrete broken up around a sewer grate just a random side job okay so um you, you thought about getting neosporin for those things or getting what some neosporin maybe? oh yeah they've been treated um i, I kept them clean they're they look like they <laughs> look sure, they look bro. like a mess right now but <laughs> believe me they they've been uh i had them in some epsom salt last night they were soaking okay great and um they've been doing their thing so the space right yeah back to the space do, do you have a, a launch an idea for a launch date launch date um we're not 
positive because um, we're going to be in the space by the end of the month and hopefully have a door closed behind us. That is like our goal right now. And then at that point, you know, we're going to start solidifying. Um, we're still going over our orientation and designing um, how we want it to be laid out. Um, but we kind of have like some pretty solid ideas. And um, I think once we have the door shut behind us, we're going to like be able to go gung ho and just like we already have a bunch of teams of people that will come in and help us and build whatever the heck we need. So why did you do this? Like, well, what was the start idea for it? Well, we just feel like we need more space to expand. Like I got lighting expand your brand expand my brand and he needs to expand he needs a space to like work and do like he wants to put like 30 foot art paintings up and like in order to do that you need a 30 foot place to do it so um that's part of the reason and um also like i was setting up um lighting in my room in like different spots and i got like these like seven foot like long sticks and just put lights on the end of them and i'm like scraping the ceiling and like basically we just need different different space like i need to expand and i just wanted like a new home base where i could kind of feel you yeah, yeah for sure want like a home base where i can like have my compound and like come in and like know this is like the get shit done zone yeah and there's just Especially if you just have a little bit of space, there's just massive benefits being able to like hold everything there. You'll shoot like a million videos there, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, we could have, I can have people there. I mean, it'll be our own spot, so we'll be able to be there all night, and it's going to be great. And we're right across from San Diego's. Um, we're actually like basically behind uh, Uva Wine Bar, which is a new place they just put up. It's like so, so is this like Plymouth Center? Literally right in Plymouth downtown, uh, like right up the street from the Plymouth Rock. Word, like right near like the Plymouth skyscrapers? I don't know if there's any <laughs> Plymouth skyscrapers, but <laughs> as much as there are skyscrapers in Plymouth, that's where they would be. Are you, do you consistently, do people associate Plymouth consistently with Plymouth Rock? I don't know. I just like, I hope so. I don't know. I was going to say, I'm surprised you haven't popped over to Plymouth Plantation to try to do some vids, man. Yeah, I know. I should get in there, actually. For reference, Plymouth Plantation is like a, it's a, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a mock village yeah. of how colonial Americans lived as, is it colonial? Or yeah. like Quaker like Americans lived settlers, yeah. as soon as they touched down in the U.S. So you show up there and there are all these like actors like... And they don't fall out apart too. I Dude, remember it going is the there. craziest. It's actually ex- really cool. It's a wild experience yeah. because there's like this. It's like 140 degrees outside, and this lady's like stoking a fire and like putting corn on a stick over a fire. Yeah, and like sweating so bad, but just <laughs> and, can't cut her character. And yeah, she like talks in old English. I'm like, how much they paying you, lady? There's, Good God! There's like one lady that's just like always plucking a chicken. I feel like, like I, I don't know. <laughs> Dead I, ass. Yeah, bro. I feel like she must just always have a chicken to pluck. Like I don't know. They must just give her one. Yeah, tell me you want a sponsor. Wild. Yeah, I like, could, I'll plug this place I and put it in a video. That up. Yeah. <laughs> or or in the in the. Is it, are you calling it the, the D'America compound? What are you calling it? The name is under wraps right now. Okay, yeah, cool. The name is under wraps. Well, in the under wraps space, maybe you could do a live reenactment every night. Yeah. I was even thinking of having like a little zone and like, you know, having like um, a weekly thing where I just talk about something, anything, like what's going on in the world. Just like a little, almost like a little podcast type situation. Maybe maybe I'll come down there maybe, once and run a live podcast. And maybe you could just come in and like hold that section down. I don't know. But or, yeah. or know what we could also do? 
we could develop clones out of the space. If we made a clone of me and you, we could get a lot of work done. Done? Or a lot of ideas would start? A lot of ideas would start, but We would get stuff done. We would get stuff done. We would get stuff done, though, because then, like, you know... We'd all we'd have two different clones in two different places. Then there'd be four. Just imagine you'd be on episode like 150 right now (laughs) if you had another guy, dude. And you'd plant like 90 trees. Yeah, I would have planted 90 trees. But my collaborations have been crazy lately. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. So one thing Zach said, and he he's a man of his word. He said, "Listen, I'm gonna leave here and I'm gonna start spazzing this year, man. I haven't been going hard enough. And honestly, man." I get your hustle's different. I totally understand it. But you have been going hard, bro. You were like, I'm going to start creating content more about me. Like, less memes, more me doing the comedy. I'm going to start working in more collabs. I'm going to put out stuff more consistently. I'm going to comment on more stuff. And you have been. I've noticed it all, bro. Shouts to you, dog. Shout outs, dude. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you for putting together the event. Um you able to meet some cool people? Yeah, I was able to meet some really cool people and make some good connections there. And people, like, in Boston just didn't even know that people were, like, doing this as much. And, like, to see people that, like, really wanted to do it and, like, were, were doing it, like, just made me feel even more invigorated by it. So that gave me, like, a second wind, a third, fourth wind. Like, I don't know, I always have some kind of wind, like, Avatar wind or something. But, <laughs> like... Ang, like like Ang, the last Airbender. Yeah, like your like your dude. Like all your stuff seems to go around Airbending or for right Avatar, now this right? season. Next season this we season? got I got a new idea. That's cool. I like the Avatar. I like the arrow. I like that. We'll stuff. get you another arrow. Yeah. I know. I was. I saw that you posted before you got up here. One dude's like, dude, I thought this was gonna be about Avatar, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, we no. we are both Airbenders. But but yeah. So last time I was here, I was in a little bit of like a stint and was holding off from posting. I actually had like three or four. Videos videos ready to post oh i forgot yeah you were in the thick of it so i was like waiting it out a little bit and uh so i banged those out and then met up with uh everyday robbie and um also um met up with benny congo i've just been meeting up with all kinds of people lately and um and and mikey swole's coming here after this mikey swole's about to come here today i'm about to meet up with him and we're gonna make some like fire like yeah, me and Benny met up, and we made, like, four videos in, like, two hours. Yeah, man. It was, like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. He was, uh, I love his energy, dude. It's a great dude, energy. man. Yeah. He's mad positive. Yeah. There's a, yeah, you gotta, so you are linking with the kid that was just up here? Aki? Yeah, and him, too. He's a really nice kid, bro. I, I actually just, when I linked up with Benny, he hit me in the DM and, uh, was like, dude, let's link up, and I was like, heck, yeah, like, um, He's so a funny kid, bro. We already bro. scheduled really for next dude. weekend. He said he's pretty busy during the week, but he, th- bro, he is busy. He yeah. lives like a quadruple life. Yeah, yeah. he like he like works a no job idea. downtown, bro. Really? Yeah. What does he do? He does corporate. Oh, okay. And so he's serious. N- no, but then he like also is like pro rugby. He does all this stuff, bro. Yeah, he definitely seems super active. I just like learned about him really the other day it's um, just actually very interesting because i'm starting to notice mind you i think i've met like and probably had most of them up here all the big like people who are doing comedy on instagram every all of us got adhd bro like yeah. everyone's off the walls well dude you have to be like because if not then you're just slacking and you like, need ideas all the time you need to bro. be like changing it up and like make sure you have notes open because like you're gonna forget those ideas write those shits down oh, you write those down i always write that shit down you can only have, I think, psychology 
um, one study said you can only have like seven things on your mind at once. So Let's like push it though. W- once you're over seven, like you're going to end up forgetting. Like you can try. We're stressing like, out. Yeah, dude. So you got to set reminders on your phone, dude. I talked to Siri. I just say set a timer for 20 minutes. Like she's my girl. She, she hooks that up. Well, she heard all that. So, oh, she still did it though. Still did it. <laughs> she heard me say she's my girl. Sorry, my here. Yeah, we asked Siri to set a reminder for eleven a.m. because that's when we got to be out of here. Okay. Can you ask her? Siri, set an a reminder for eleven a.m. Sick, my girl. That's a simulation. That's a simulation, man. Oh, Frankie Films is in the building, man. Yeah, shout out Frankie Films. You, you want to say hi in this one? Okay. He's good. He's out there. He's just, he's in the. They know him, Frank. You got me on Snapchat yet? It's behind the curtain. You got me on Snapchat yet? Yeah, I got Snapchat. Do you have me on Snapchat? Okay, because I put you on my Snapchat like all the time. Yeah, this guy's got some serious stuff. I got three cameras on me now this time. Last time I think it was only one. I know. It turned turned to CNN real quick. Yeah, we, tur- <laughs> we turned to CNN in here. So can you elaborate a little bit on the apparel? Because it seems like you've been marketing that like a lot recently. Yeah, the apparel. Um, So... Like I said, I partnered with American Apparel, and they say that nothing comes out of a sweatshop, which is, like, super important to me. And um, they make sure that everyone who's making their stuff is paid, like, beyond a livable wage. Like, more than anyone else that's working near them is getting paid for the same thing. So, like, if you go to India and um, you go to a sweatshop, like, these there's like kids in there like just working to their bone and like some people will argue like oh that's their only opportunity that's their only chance well my argument is you know give their parents enough money that they don't have to send their kids through the same cycle and then that thus creates different opportunities that shall arise which will enable them to have total different futures than like that like no that shouldn't be the only option is like my way of thinking anyway I mean, but it also seems like you've been, like, marketing to sell the apparel more recently, right? Yeah, like... Is I, that just I, part of the whole new It's just part of the whole thing. Like, I, I was kind of holding back on it for a while because I was, like, still getting everything figured out. Now that I'm, like, setting concrete and I know that, like, each thing is actually going to make a difference, that I'm ready to, like, push it forward. Like, at first, I wasn't fully confident. Like, I didn't want to just be selling something just to sell something like everyone else does. Like, I don't want to just be selling it just to make money. And, um, like, I wanted to actually do something. Yeah, so can you – do you think you've found your purpose? Like, do you think you've concretely found your purpose? Because I think I saw something recently where you said, like, I kind of think I know my mission. Well, I think that, like, I know my purpose. I'm just not sure exactly how I'm going to carry it out. And I'm trying many different ways to get to that. Um, end goal which is just like creating a brighter place which is like which is why I'm the stupid American it's kind of a satirical play on you know um, you're far from stupid man yeah I mean I try to be and um, I mean I'm mostly self-taught in everything but um, and I think that is basically like my main goal is just like teach people to teach themselves like so even though there's just a lot of humor in my shit like I want people to question shit and be like Oh, like, should I really be doing that? Or, like, sometimes I throw in just something that's totally, like, that I'll lose, like, a thousand followers because people hate it. And they're like, oh, why are you posting political shit? And it's like, you know what? I think that's important, though. 
I also think a lot of your stuff totally rooted in positivity, though, too, don't you? Yeah, and that's definitely what I try to stick to. Like, even if it's a joke, like I try to keep the positive up because one way or another, if you make someone smile, that's that's like a plus for me for sure. So, what would be something you think? Because, like, saying the world's a brighter place is pretty broad. What is something like you would like to get done? Like I was saying before, with like, like the shirt, like apparel. Like I would like to like reinvent how our products are made because the the things that we buy is what fuels our future. So like each thing that we buy is supporting whoever's making that product. So if you buy shit that's made the worst way ever and it's polluting the local rivers and you just don't give a shit, then you go buy it. But if you give a shit, then look for someone who is making stuff the right way Go find them, buy something, and support that cause. because. It, How do you know the, the source of some of your products? Sometimes you don't know for sure. And that's why, like, right now, I'm still seeking for, like, um, other partners that will be even, like, a step further. Like I said, I know American Apparel. They kind of had a sketchy past, so I don't know exactly everything. But, um, like, I'm still seeking. I want to find someone that's, like, hopefully, like, making stuff, like, firsthand. And, like, I can go to the factory and know right, like, off the bat, like, that's going to be like the evolution of it right now. I'm in the early stages, but like, I want to be able to, um, I just want to like know that things are changing. Like I, I don't like the way that the system is set up and, um, it seems like the American system. Yeah. Not like, I gotta be I honest. Wanna, with you. I don't want to like hate on things. Like I think there's opportunity out there. I think there's, I've started to come to the realization, bro, that I think capitalism is like, Obviously, there are outliers and everything, but it's a really beneficial system, dude. Yeah, I'm not hating on capitalism, but I think that, like, let's not cut corners and use high fructose instead of sugar. Okay, I feel like you. Like that kind I of thing. I saw a Facebook video recently where they're like, y'all good Frankie Films? <laughs> it's my dog. There's a, I saw a video recently where it's like 10 food hacks, and it was, you know, like Tasty on Facebook? I think so. Where it's like, it, they'll create all this like really aesthetic food. This was more like, find out what's in your food. And I saw, they like put all this rice in a pan. I think put, I saw this, yeah. And it heated up mm-hmm. and then all the rice left, but there was still like plastic. Mm-hmm. You know, I would never even think that. I would think like, you know, Uncle Ben's rice. That might, I would, I would test that out with some <laughs> Uncle Ben's rice. We should do it. Yeah, we should I do a cooking I show. I might even do a video of that. Like I should do that. Oh, we should. That would be a great video for you to pick apart. Yeah, that would be great, actually. Like a MythBusters. You'd call it cooking with stupid. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) cooking high with stupid. There's a. There was a show. I forget. I saw this guy on Joe Rogan, but he does. He debunks myths too. I feel like that'd kind of be a good lean for you on like some primetime TV type thing. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, that might be something I'll go for. I like that idea. I mean, I'm gonna make a note of that. Though. That'd be pretty fire. Yeah. Myth debunking. Yeah, Is there any myths that, that have recently caught your brain? Like myths. Any myths that have caught my brain? Nothing comes to mind right now. Um, any major conspiracies you believe? Like recently? You oh, know, there's man. a conspiracy theorist <laughs> in Boston. I was. I've been trying to get him up here, dude. His name's Richie from Boston. Richie from Boston. And, and his conspiracies are way out there. Like, I've never heard of some of them, but there is... I haven't really been 
able to latch on to any recently, recently. Yeah. You know, I've been just like, cause I, I'm still flabbergasted over like the whole flat earth thing. I, I saw a video of them, um, of like the head of like flat earth. I don't know. Like he's like the head of the Facebook page or something. Dr. Flat. Yeah. So <laughs> he, um, they like put all this money together to try to prove that the earth was flat and end up getting like this big, um, some kind of like machine that could like tell its position in space and time. Like, I don't know what it is exactly. I forget. You'd have to look it up. But, um, basically they spent 20 grand on this machine to prove the earth was flat and like got it all calibrated and everything. And then like proved that it was round. And they were like, they're like, <laughs> they made this massive investment. They're like, well, you know, we'll just have to keep going. And then they did like another, <laughs> and then they did like another one and they did another one that was like, to try to prove it wasn't curved and they had like and the machine proved it was curved no and they just had like a simple like setup it was like a flashlight and like a couple like um like panels and like a little hole through it and like <laughs> either way at the end of it, it that whole series ends and they do that last experiment and he goes oh that's funny <laughs> and it just cuts black and i'm like they just basically like shit it on themselves they like, blew trying, it yeah they blew it um have, and I don't know. I mean, it would be really amazing feat if the Earth was not a round thing. But, I mean, I guess it would be hard for us to ever really know. I, I got a feeling that it's probably round, bro. I think it's round. I definitely think it's I round. I think it's totally a floating yeah, sphere. I'm not going to support the flat Earth. Yeah. Like, you couldn't even go to space. I, I know. But, yeah. the, but the skeptics will say, well... I won't truly know if it's flat until I go to space. Yeah. Well, you're going to wait till the Earth explodes, and then you're going to be on the solar station like, oh, crap. I guess it wasn't flat. Like, <laughs> all those people need their own solar station. I mean, nonetheless, there are better things to do with your day. Yeah. Such as talk about the people who yeah. are talking about that stuff. Yeah. We like we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just talk about them. Exactly. Uh, um, so there's a... So I feel like you you have a very conscious brain in terms of what's going on. I try are, to be. Are you like eager for the? I don't. I never talk about politics up here, but are you eager for the twenty twenty election to see kind of how things pan out? Have you fought? Uh, do you followed it at all? I'm like terribly scared, honestly. You um, are. Yeah, man. Cause like, oh man, we just need to get that Cheeto out of there. I don't the know. Cheeto. The Cheeto dude. He's like a crunched up Cheeto bag. He is a marketing genius, though. He's a marketing genius, but. I mean, there's some things that, you know, some business moves that might have been pretty good, but, like, overall... Well, I mean, his he marketed his campaign very effectively. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. I, I mean, the red hat, man. You knew it off the rip. The red hat. Oh, man. But, but what I'm saying is, like, there's, a, there's an innate sense of, like, negativity, you know, in the system. And so, I'm wondering how to combat it, man, on a national level. How do you do it? I'm so, like, confused with it. Like, when the whole voting thing was around, it's like everyone's like, go vote and go vote. And, like, when it comes down to it, like, here's one conspiracy for you is, like, do our votes actually do anything? Like, is anyone even reading those? Or are they just a computer and the number that get erased? Who fucking knows? We have no clue on that. What about you would never, like, partake in local politics? I do. I mean, I vote. But, like, I don't know if is it there a matters. Is there a mayor in Plymouth? Um, I wouldn't know his name. We'll, we'll tell them to hook it up with some sponsorships. I want to tell them to hook it up with some sponsorships. But I definitely, like, vote. Like, I think, like, you might as well try. But, like, I don't know 
if it will actually do anything. Like, are those getting counted? How do we know? That's why I'm saying I think you'd know you would know your effect most on a local level. Yeah. You know, when the election's smaller. Gotcha. I wonder, um, dude, I could see you long term being a total like politician. Dude, I of the people. I don't want to be a politician. Well, yeah, you don't want to be a quintessential politician, but imagine just being a politician. Yeah, like I would love to be like a public voice, maybe like in a way, like a politician. Yeah, but not like I don't want to like Zach. Yeah, I don't know the mayor of Plymouth. Man, I don't know about all that. (laughs) So, So, how long did it take you to get up here today? Uh, today was like two or three hours. Thanks for coming, bro. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I feel like you kind of got to get shit. You kind of got to come up here to get some stuff done, right? Yeah, I had to actually. Today was planned. I was gonna meet up with um, Mike anyway. Um, we we're gonna meet up. Um, he said he had some competition this weekend, some epic he, stuff. Mike is now. He is yeah. C- he's number one, right? Certified the strongest dude in Massachusetts. Dude, that is epic. That's yeah, insane. he is. That is epic. Yeah. So Mike is a beast, and you know I'm <laughs> wicked excited to work with him because he's just like way gung ho. Like he works even harder than me. Like he's just awesome. Like mm-hmm. he's crazy. Yeah, he's <laughs> <Yeah>. nuts, bro. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't seem like he stops. Like he's like, dude, we're gonna be able to film a few videos in two hours. Like I gotta plan out my day. Like two thirty is gonna be enough. I got a phone call and I got like this. I'm like, all right, dude. Like we'll make it work. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, that's that's old Mikey Swole for you. Yeah. So I love it. On a branding tip, like where do you want to take things? Like what's your like your central force right now like what are you trying to get done because i feel like you got five thousand hundred thousand ideas going on at once yeah i have a lot of ideas i, mean, right, I know you'll right probably now, tell me something um, that will change tomorrow yeah it might change tomorrow but like right now i'm trying to just focus mostly on my content because like i think that's like the main priority and um like i want to give people value without just trying to like shove um products in their face but like i also want like to let them know that like my products are making a difference so i think the launch is still kind of like slow with the products because um well honestly i saw you did the gary v the sonic branding i saw it you did it what the light bulb with the bing you saw that fire you like that i did one too did you see it i didn't it goes fuck man no i didn't we're but, supposed uh, to be boys yeah i and that was exact like i literally saw his signature and like the he it's had like, a little noise <laughs> i yeah it's like i was just like i need that my buddy actually texted me he was like dude why don't you have this i was like all right i texted him back in an hour and sent him that video who made the initial light bulb was it you yeah it was all me yeah you how'd you make it i make Photoshop? everything yeah yeah i'm everything's i make it yeah whoa <laughs> Damn. i don't have any help i don't have any do you any, sometimes wish you had help Sometimes I do, but, like, also, it's, like, I'd be over their shoulder, like, oh, do it like this or, like, change that. So, it's, like, sometimes there's some things that, like, I think that I have to do myself no matter what. That's probably just a you wanting to micromanage. I think it's probably something you'll grow out of. I think I'll grow out of that. Like, I definitely want to Because your brain will never be the people. same. Your brain will never be the same as someone else's. You no. Know? And some people are definitely better at than me at different things. And, um, like, that's who I want to start seeking out how much of your time is consumed by editing it depends like sometimes a video will take like six eight hours or more depends and because then i'll edit it and then i'll look Final at it cut? and then i'll be like oh i want to like do something else adobe premiere uh, premiere yeah adobe premiere is my favorite um i was using imovie for a while and like i started running into glitches it's like a free program there's very like 
it's limited. It's very restricted. And um, then as like the other ones started developing, um, I realized that I had to like get into it. But I was so intimidated by the software. I was just like, whoa, like there's so much going on. Adobe. Yeah, you just like don't know what to do. Can you test that, Frank? It looks like a video game. Yeah, you're like, dude, I don't know what's going on. It's definitely a simulation type. <laughs> simulation inside a simulation. Yeah, there's a simulation inside that. Um, but when and so know what, what's going on right here. Yeah, there's someone in a different galaxy running a big program of Adobe Premiere. Yeah, and he's going in and he's like seeing all our little like tags and yeah, he's following us around. That's what we're gonna call the clip. Back in the simulation. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Um, I actually did VR for the first time the other day. What was that like? You like know, like a, the goggles. No, put on the goggles. Is it like um, like it's beyond very, the one that you just put your phone in? I don't I don't know how they were running it. It was at a computer store. It's on a computer store. But but it was like it looked like you were like in a game of Minecraft. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Have you ever done one? It like looks like you're in Minecraft kinda. It's weird. I picture it, it like soon you'll have like like a an omnidirectional uh treadmill and you just kinda like you can walk in any way and mm-hmm. like you're walking in the video game. Like that's like That's kinda what happened. It, there was like wires there was like wires and sensors around this like perimeter of the space. Oh, super cool. And you just walk around. It was like an office setting is okay. what I was in. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how the technology grows too. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be epic. Um you can, like, Did you play Tony house. Hawk's Underground Lock Run Up? Oh yeah, yeah I could see you like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you I remember mean, what was the name of the trick? The New York Nut Buster? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't. Name. I remember like the there was like Mick Twist and I don't know. There, I learned like a lot of tricks that like if I like say a random trick, it's probably from that. But like I can't like just randomly recall one. I don't really know. There was a dude. Tony Hawk is a branding genius. Yes, he is, man. Did you? So when you took the train up here, you skateboarded from Davis. Davis, yeah. It was like a. It said twenty minute walk. It's like a f- six minute skate. Oh, so skating is certified. What do you do when you go up hills? You skate uphill. I skate up that fucking hill. <sighs> you skate up that Lowell Street hill. Yeah, sometimes you gotta, cause like walking would take twice as much, even if you're. Did your legs must be mad strong? They're getting there, dude. I'm like not quite Mike Rosa, but (laughs) (laughs) not even, I'll never get that. But yeah, no, they've been going. And like I said, I skated 10 miles the other day going back from Benny Congo. I I forgot my my, um, money for a bus and I didn't know they didn't take a card. And um, it was like I either skate seven miles to Green Line or just 10 miles straight to the station. So I was like, I'm just going to go for it. But then my leg like gave out at like, mile eight or nine and like i had to stop in some your, park. your bones dissolved my bones turned to jello and uh yeah i collapsed i kind of just collapsed and like was like okay and like this leg wouldn't work like i basically hopped into the park and then like sat down chilled and then it came back to life after a little bit and i was good good frank cool and then um do you drink, do you drink coffee i don't know no just tea i like tea though continue sorry but um yeah so i was scared though because the day after that i was scheduled to um go help out a friend and screw in like 500 light bulbs i literally screwed in 500 light bulbs ironically where warehouse or something it was um it's for mass save so it was like a giant apartment complex and um so is that how you've been 
I don't even want to be too invasive, but is that how you've been making bread? Like, you do a lot of, like, maintenance jobs, side jobs? Yeah, like, sometimes to, like, you know, because I, I have, like, the bills in my name at my house, so I cover, like, the heat and electric for my family. So sometimes I have to do some random side jobs to, you know, make the end of the month. But how consistently do you still monetize Stupid American, the page? Um, I've been slowing the monetization on that because I don't want to ruin... I, I feel like I've been, yeah, like, um, I don't want to ruin the brand, and since, uh-oh, oh, that was just a 20-minute timer, but since I, um, am, like, more focused on, like, the content right now, and trying to, like, convert to, like, my own videos, I think if I push too much, um, product right now, that it will just, like, totally diminish everything. I feel you, you don't want to be too selly. Yeah. But has, have there been moments ever for you where you're like, dude, if I had, like, someone just hand me like a fifty thousand dollar check things would be so much easier yeah i mean yeah for sure if i had fifty thousand dollars i'd probably have a million within a month how would you invest it i can't tell you my secret okay i I can't tell you my secret but basically if i had fifty thousand dollars it's already gone like i already have at least like a hundred thousand dollars like or actually if you gave me a million i could have it gone but like as much money as i could get right now I basically have it planned out to where I would put it. So so you are at a point where you're working to make more money to grow yes, things. For sure. Yeah. And like everything. So like sometimes uh, like most of the money I make is just to reinvest in my own stuff. Like I'm about to order a thousand joint papers and they're going to have uh, my little logo on it, my own little QR code. And I'm going to hand those out at festivals and just be like, here. Fire. I like I like how you're down and putting the, the footwork. Yeah, because I feel like some people they they'll use platforms as kind of a veil yeah. to be social. You notice that a little bit. Yeah, like they're not really uh, like they won't actually go out and well, like meet well, up with people. What are you saying? That and it's it's a little more it's a little easier to be sociable behind a camera as opposed to actually like going up to someone and saying like, "Yo, what's good, Freaky Films? Yeah, what's good, Zach Attack? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you know, it's a little awkward, but if you can get over like the awkwardness, like I mean, me and you met and we kind of just you know you just start talking. Like people are people, so like you just gotta like realize that like everyone's not judging you like you think you are some people are like scared to be judged or something and like that and dude everyone's got issues man everyone's got issues too everyone's Um, dealing everyone's wakes up every day saying dude how do i get this done how do i deal with my own problems everyone's worrying about their own issues and we all got them um so i'm saying it's like on the way here like you were thinking about like damn what does zach have to do today you weren't thinking about like yo Big Bochy, I'm sure there's so much on his mind. It's just not human to do something like that. You right, know? yeah. So you are really focused on your stuff. But if you can, like, basically, like, I had a, a big problem where I would just kind of look at everything negative for a long time. How'd you flip it? I'm not really sure, but it's it's more or less just, like, gr- like pushing it into yourself that, like, it's not that bad. Like, if you just can appreciate breathing, it's fucking amazing. Cause it's like, dude, I'm I'm alive. I have a chance to even be alive. If you can just appreciate that, I have certain that, talents. I have certain talents, and like I'm progressing at them. Like everyone has their own talents, and like everyone's gonna have stuff they hate about themselves. Like I hate my feet. Like I hate different things. Everyone hates something. What's wrong with those feet? They're just ugly, dude. <laughs> I got that bunion toe, whatever you call that. Good God! So like all that stuff, man. Like you just gotta get over that, and um realize that everyone else has things with them that they hate 
So, like, just be real with people. And, like, like me and you made a great connection, I think, off the bat. And, um, We're good guys. It wasn't even that awkward. A couple of good guys, I guess. But I don't know. Um, and I think a lot of people are scared to, like, make that first encounter over being judged too harshly. So, so there was nothing particular, particularly to you that was, like, I'm going to sw- switch from negative thinking to positive thinking. Well, because I got to be honest, bro, I'm at a point where like I am working like disgustingly hard and it's I've always asked for it. I've always wanted to be like that. I've always wanted to be consumed with work just because I'm a psycho, right? Yeah, same. But I feel like if you're on go, 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 sometimes it's hard to just sit and like appreciate what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm trying to figure it out for myself a little bit. Like, how do I how do I stay grounded even though there's all these crazy branches? What's going on for me? Yeah. Tell me, therapist, Zach. I don't know. Save I mean, me. I, I'm definitely big into like little meditate meditations. Like, like I'll just like close my eyes and just like kind of just if you just focus on breathing for a little bit, and um, everything kind of just erases, and then you can like clear your mind a little bit. But the way that I switch from negative to positive, like I'm not t- entirely sure. Like I, I was like, I just was always surrounded by negativity. So honestly. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly, but basically what I read in a psychology book recently was um, like the only way to change your future interactions is by changing the way you look at your past interactions. So like, so can you make that a little less poetic? Yeah. So basically like each situation you face is based off of all the last encounters that you've had that were similar to that situation. So, um, say if you got in like a fight with someone over something ridiculous and like you got mad and you're like, damn, like I really shouldn't get mad over that. It's not a big deal. Like Frankie film stole my milk. Yeah. So if you can go back and be like, all right, like next time, like you look at the past situation, you're like, you know what? Milk's like not that big of a deal to me. Honestly, Frankie, you were a scumbag for stealing my milk, but dude, like maybe I know you're thirsty, bro. Yeah. Like I know he was thirsty. I get thirsty sometimes too. Like just ask me next time, Frankie, and it's all good. And like you do that, and well, what if he what if he double crosses you though? Then he double crosses you. You know, you might end up boiling milk in your ears, but no, then you you might have a clothesline waiting for Frankie Films in that situation, right? Dude, yeah, yeah, I might have a close hanger. Don't but, steal my milk. Yeah, no, <laughs> but like, <clears throat> but the, uh, you're making me lose what I was trying to say. Now I'm totally my, my fault. I um, I kind of get what you're saying though. What you're saying is like humans over time adapt to like based on their experiences, especially with other people. Yeah. And sometimes you carry with you the negative interactions you've had. Exactly. So if you carry on to like those negative ways and then like now some now you come and steal my milk, I'm just gonna freak out. But if I like before if before you stole my milk I evaluated the situation and was like, Alright, like Frankie took my milk, he was probably just thirsty, like it's not that big a deal. I can get another milk now, next time, when you steal my milk, I'm going to be like, dude, why'd you steal my milk? Why don't you just ask? Like, I'm not going to be enraged. Maybe I'll just be more calm and, like, have, like, you know, I'll, I'll understand. I'll be like, well, you're just thirsty? Like, dude, just ask me, you know? I get it. Yeah. That's also, I, that must be a natural maturity, though, too, right? Kind of. But, like, if you don't, like, consciously do it then you then i might just end up freaking out next time someone steals my milk and you might still end up freaking out like it's gonna be um something you have to ingrain into yourself like you have to think about the past situations more and more in order to act differently on your future situations i think one thing i've been learning is like 
dude, you're going to mess up all the time. Mm -hmm. And once you just start accepting, like, dude, I'm going to mess up, things get a little bit easier. One of my favorite quotes that I saw, don't know who it's by, but um, you, you haven't failed if you're still trying. Like you didn't fail. Don't quit. Yeah, don't quit. You didn't fail yet. Like you can fall on your face, but you you didn't. You're still going, so you didn't actually quit. You didn't actually fail. But that's so that's positive thinking, though. So how do people get to that point, though? You know, I've been trying to think. Like you know, I've one part is um, finding um, one of one of the main ways I think actually was finding something that like I truly enjoy doing and like knowing that I could do that. Which is like where I'm at now. It's just like why, creating. like creating and like trying to um, help other people, like either create or just see things a little brighter. And um, and like I don't know exactly how to do that, and that's why you know I'm just trying different ways. And um, until I really like get locked in on some kind of like code, and I'm like, dude, this is the secret code. Like until that point, I'm just gonna keep pumping out what I can. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. So I had these two young men up here. They were called the Lit Twins. Mm-hmm. They're great dudes. But they hit me with an Einstein quote. They said, match your frequency to the energy you want to achieve, and that's the way you'll get the outcome. Something like that. And so what they were saying is like, if you exert all the energy you think you need to reach a certain outcome, you will get there. Yeah. And, but it's like, it's self-explanatory, but it's like a scientific approach from like a physical standpoint. Right. So what they're saying is like, if you have, if you want to get to a certain point, just figure out the exact actions you have to take and you will get there. It's like a bigger scale version of like, if you're, um, you know, work, work for what you think you're, you're worth, not what you're getting paid. Hustle. Yeah, like work for the, I forget the exact quote, but it's something like similar to that. And it's basically like, like work for what you think you should be earning, not for what you are earning. Because it's like, I've I've worked with some people and like their boss will ask them one thing and they're like, that's not my job description. It's like, how are you going to move anywhere? How are you going to progress anywhere if you're just like, oh, this this is my job description, only going to do my job description. That's it. I know, but you also got to think like you say that it's easy to say it when you like what you're doing. As opposed to people who literally do not enjoy their day-to-day. Right. Well, that, that to them, they need to find something differently to do. It's it's easier said than done. I know. I'm still struggling. So, like, I don't think it's an easy thing. <coughs> so, you said you, you, we kind of talked about it a little bit in the, <coughs> in the first episode, but you just hinted at it. You said, like, you were kind of raised around negativity. Do you, do you still see effects from that now? Do you feel it still? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, like, sometimes I still will get angry over stuff that, like, I shouldn't, and I think, like, it goes into, like, my past, and it's, like, part of my, like, mom will come out, and, like, I'll be, like, mad over spilt milk, <laughs> basically. Or Frankie stealing like the Frankie milk. Frankie stealing my milk or something. Um, yeah, it definitely is, like, in you, but, like I said, like, if you can learn to, like, look at those past situations differently, then it's going to help you in the future, and that's what I've been learning to try to do. I've been thinking about it a lot, like some of the effects that when you're growing up, some of the residual effects it has on you now. But I've also started to notice at our age, you're 24, right? Yes. Yeah. I've started to realize at our age, like, dude, 
you can change anything you want to change. Do yeah. you feel the same way? Yeah, I do. And like a lot of people like But you do have genetic blessings and genetic shortcomings. Oh, for sure. Everything is like both nature and nurture. Um I hate the argument that it's one or the other. Like it's definitely both. There's no like no arguing that. Um No, your upbringing is wildly important. Yeah. But upbringing is wildly important like like you could have someone that's like is going to save the world but they were raised in like the worst conditions and now maybe they will never get to that but i don't know but then also you could have someone who was in that situation and somehow did change the world so you never really know what's going to happen i think people just need to like try to find their true selves and um you know don't live the lie don't let people tell you what they think you should do like don't even let me tell you what you should do like, i was gonna say that i think I, I come up here a lot of times and i like i philosophize on like kind of what i think is a good idea yeah but, like, why would you listen to me? Yeah, like, don't listen to me. Like, I mean, listen to yourself. And that's all I'm trying to say to, like, any time. That's all I'm ever trying to say is, like, screw me. Screw them. Screw everyone else. Screw Just you, focus bro. focus on you, bro. <laughs> Get out of my ear, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, screw Frank, Frank for, uh, for us stealing our milk. Yeah. Well, Frank's pretty cool, but. <laughs> but I know, but I, that whole, that whole milk ordeal, though. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if I'll forget. <laughs> everyone at home is going to actually think he stole milk now. So there's a. It's probably lactose intolerant. We don't even know. Well, thanks for stealing our lactate. <laughs> so what's that diet looking like nowadays, bro? The diet. Um, How you eating? Be honest. Be you know, honest. How have you been eating? I um, the last thing I ate was um a salad. Okay. With a bunch of walnuts on it, and um. Any meat in there? Or there you, was no meat. Are you are you vegetarian? I'm not fully vegetarian, but like I'm on there. the verge, cause like. I'm starting to get freaked out by meat the more I look at it. D- don't don't make the sales pitch to me. I'm not do I'm it. not selling it. I'm not selling it. Yeah. I no. eat a lot of meat, man. No, I eat meat too. And like I crave like meat sometimes, so like I'm not going to argue that. Wouldn't well, it be fire, bro, if you just went over to the Plymouth Plantation and got the lady that was plucking the chicken. Plucking the chicken, dude. Yeah. <laughs> to, to say, yeah, I'm a little hungry. Can I get a bite? What's up? <laughs> yeah, she's good at that. I don't know. I feel like she's always doing that. I don't know how many chickens she's got. But I bet you her name's Betsy. Do you want to bet on it? Oh, it's either Betsy. I'm gonna go there in the next couple months. Make some content on there, man. Make some content there. I might dress up They're like a turkey. Sue you. <laughs> yeah, they will. I'm actually not in no, a good zone. Up. I'm actually going to court on Friday over that last thing that I was oh. here. Yeah. So the Plymouth police don't love me, but they um, but they don't understand me. So like, I think they thought that I was just posting something like a random kid. They thought you were being reckless. They just thought I was like a weird kid. Like, I need to go in there and explain to them that like this is what I do. Like, it was a bad skit. And um, oh, yeah, that's j- oh, I'm so sorry, bro. I know it's all good. Um, I, I hope it's all good. But <clears throat> you want to, Frankie wants to know. I'll give happened. you the briefing. I don't want to talk about it too much. But basically, I did um an IG live skit, and um, I was pretending to be kidnapped. And um, it got taken seriously, and Facebook ended up calling the cops. Someone must have reported it to Facebook, or to Instagram, rather, and Facebook's owned by Instagram. So the cops come to my door. All of a sudden, the IG Live just, like, cut and was like, uh, this is against our guidelines. I was like, I don't know what I did wrong. Um, I guess it was a little edgy. But anyway, um, then an hour later, uh, the cops are at my door like, what's going on? They, like, thought someone was tied up, and, like, I was like, Dude, like, I just did, like, a skit. It was just, like, a poorly planned idea. Like, my bad. 
and um they like had to check the basement and all that and um basically like i didn't think anything was going to come of it um but then they sent me something in the mail saying that um i did a false report which i didn't do a false report so i don't know but i don't want to talk about it too much because i'm still supposed to go there friday so i'm a little scared gotcha, about gotcha it IG, bro. i don't know what they can do to me but got you all locked in brother hey I'm broke. <laughs> what up brother but yeah so the bottom line is they but, say that it's a false report which means that like you call the cops trying to incur something but that's not what i did so yeah i don't also don't want you to be up here incriminating yourself under any circumstance yeah. so no me neither so i'm gonna keep it at yeah, that yeah we're gonna keep it at that yeah so additionally though last time you were here also actually do you want to just tell everyone who you are on instagram live tell them to follow you oh yeah stupid american go check me out the stupid american dumb broke dumb america he's, he's a great guy it. check the hashtag so how has this, this veganism or vegetarianism come on in terms of has it been an onset over time yes there's the more that I learned, like, how um, negative um, meat is to the environment, and, like, the production of it is, um, and stuff like that. You start to just, uh, like, where, like, my mind is, is just, like, trying to change things. So, like, I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian yet, but, like, I see myself going along that line because, but I still crave meat, so it's really, it's really a hard thing. Are you anti-hunting? Um, I think people should, like, kill for food. Um, I mean, you have to kill to eat, so. So I was going to say, like, me and you could just take, like, a, an archery class or something. Yeah, like, I, I'd like archery. That'd we, be cool. And we could go into, like, the Plymouth Woods. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot some trees. Shoot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's good? So, um, what's, what's that guy, what's his deal, man? That guy, Ghetto Garrett. Ghetto Garrett, uh, like, he's got a lot of issues, bro. Dude. <laughs> he's been through a lot. That dude's emotional, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's and his deal? He doesn't know if his mom loves him or hates him, you know? Um, so he's just confused. Yeah, he's super confused. And, like, he wants to do big things, but he's really stuck in his hometown. He's, like, one of those guys. Stuck by the commuter rail, man. He's stuck by the commuter rail. Hanging uh, on the train tracks. Yeah, I've been, not be doing all I've that. been starting to try to bring out some more people. Um I was going to say, bro, I, I, it seemed like you've been doing more characters. I've been, I think like, yeah, I think people like characters. So like I'm, I'm experimenting with some different ones and, um, seeing like if people like which ones and I'll probably stick with ones and drop some off. And What's little boy real estate's first name? That's just his just name. Just little boy. He, he's actually gone by a couple of names. Um, and I can't even recall, but yeah, he just goes by, he just that represents. That space was absolutely rank, my <laughs> dude. Dude, it was a nice space. Don't get me wrong. It was atrocious, bro. What, you wouldn't move in? Those toilets are literally prehistoric. <laughs> they were, they were. What was that space before? Was it a mill? I don't, yeah, it, it had, like that building has been there for a long time. So I don't know. It's probably gone through a lot of uh, transformations. Is it on the water, like on a river? No, not directly. Probably not a mill. No. No. I don't know what it was, but they have, like, this big, um, you saw the big, like, um, metal, like, door that you pull up, and then there's a conveyor belt that, like, goes straight down. I don't know what they were doing in there, but they definitely had some drop-offs. So, I I, kind of noticed you do it, too. Have have you ever read Gary Vee's Crushing It? Crushing it? What's yeah. that? 
Is it's, that his book? That's his book. No, I didn't read the book. No. Well, you, you're familiar with his content model, right? Yeah. He's like do one piece of major piece of content and break it up into like thirteen others. Yeah. I kind of noticed you doing it with some of your shoots. Like you'll have you'll shoot a meme for yourself. Yeah. And then the video will come back later, and you'll use a, a meme to promote it, right? Yes. That's genius shit. Yeah, because um my video views aren't aren't as huge as my. Uh, picture views well people I, go to your profile because they know you for the memes initially right initially yeah and um like i've had some videos that like got over a million views and stuff but oh no, when was that no way in uh seven like 2017 2018 what, what was the vid um one was um i had one that uh one got five hundred thousand views of me getting a cat that was uh, a stray cat outside of Waffle House and like we fed it <laughs> like yeah it was just just like being cool with this cat and then um, another one um, I used to work on a tuna fishing boat the, you, you gotta start we only touched on that a little bit last time yeah I don't talk about it that so much so you used to be Moby Dick I used to be Moby Dick and I used to like hunt the great whale but no I didn't hunt whales and you hunted tuna hunted tuna um, and tuna are some big fish bro they're like the feistiest fish of the ocean they say well, swordfish is pretty vicious Blue too. Bluefin right? tuna, though, is the biggest fish. Okay, so you are you leave high school, right? And then you go on a, a fishing boat? I leave high school, I go on a roof. And I start roofing. I remember this a little bit. Yeah. So how did you meet this captain? Um, through a guy who was mutual friends with my mom, actually. But um, I also had worked with him. And he was like, someone is work looking for like a hard worker to help him out on his boat. I literally had never seen a striped bass before this. Mm-hmm. Don't never like I didn't fish, um, and so I just saw it as like a money opportunity and was like, all right. How old are you? Sixteen? Uh, no, I was like I was like nineteen when I met Charlie, okay. the, which is the captain of the fishing boat. And it was just you and Charlie out on the boat, right? Just me and Charlie, um, but then. Um, it was then we actually had one more mate, um, which is Cindy Graham. Um, <clears throat> it was a, a chick. She uh, unfortunately passed away, but oh, she um, she was <clears throat> sisters with or her brother is also the guy that I was telling you who does um, the mass save stuff. So like I'll work with him now, but I met him through Charlie. Um, so you are just like fine. I'll I'll just. Seize the opportunity. So I seized the opportunity, got on the tuna boat. um, And I heard it's vicious, vicious, rigorous work. It's very vigorous. You know, get up at 3 a.m., come home at 9 p.m., and do it again. Um, And Oh, so you wouldn't be sleeping on the boat? I don't sleep on the boat. No, we did day trips out to Stellwagen Bank. Where's that? Which is uh, just off the coast of the Cape. It runs. It's like a basically like giant underwater mountain, and uh, it runs all the way from the like just a f- like four or five miles off the end of the Cape all the way to like diagonal to Boston. But it's like way out in the water. So how long would that? It's a big sanctuary, like um, nature T- sanctuary. Tons of fish. Tons of fish. Like the because the way that the upwellings will hit it, like there's so much structure. So like depending on how the tide's going an upwelling will get formed on like a ridge and like all the all the like little stuff will collect there so then all the little fish go for that and then the whales will go and start feeding on that and So it's uh, almost like a, like an Atlantic reef. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big um So it gets shallower it, out what there. What do they correct? call it? It's um it's like a big sandbar type thing. I don't know, it's a sanctuary. Like um it has all kind of structures though. Like one side of it's like all rocky, some of it's like sand and 
some of it's hard. You go to like different corners of it. Um, it's pretty large. Like if you look it up, it's it's large. And it, if like any fisherman knows, Stellwagen Bank. So do you you see sharks out there? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen a few great whites. That's no one way. of the other videos that did really good. Uh, it got like seven hundred thousand views, and it was a great white. Um, we went and saw um, a decaying whale that had been. Fl- we heard about it, and it was floating for Come like. Back. Yeah, and it was floating for a couple months. Um, out on the water and we heard about it um and it had drifted from around Stellwagen area back toward it was actually coming inshore a little bit um we're it's like tw- huge, we're 25 right? miles out so like when i say coming inshore it's like still 20 miles from shore um so it was huge yeah and like you could just see blubber everywhere like packets pockets of like different organs like floating next to it that were like still attached to something and um like 10 sharks were like mowing on it um there was like four blue sharks they're all kind of like non i see blue sharks there like i'd see a blue shark at least once a day what is the physical structure of a blue shark a blue shark is like six foot long four five to six feet and um it's kind of skinny so you could beat the shit out of a blue shark it's like a typical looking yeah you could beat the shit out of one uh like like i wouldn't just like jump off the boat just wrangle them up well one time we had like sometimes you'll accidentally get them hooked and so you'll have to de-hook him. Um, and one time, my captain was really drunk and, like, almost, like, pulled him into the boat. Because, like, the way that the hook was, like, we had to, like, relieve pressure from him to unhook it. Yeah. And because uh, it wasn't in his face. It was, like, in the top of his head. And we were, like, trying to help the shark. But, um, well, I, don't, I shouldn't say but. We did help the shark. We, we He pulled him into the boat, though, like, by the tail. And, like, I had a little video, and it looked like he was just trying to wrestle a shark. But, really, we were helping the shark. And we got the hook out and then released him. And that's, like, the typical gig is um, – but sometimes, like, if it's in their mouth, you, you can't really go for it. Just cut it, right? Yeah, you just have to cut it. And, like – And then it lives with that hook, And then though. they say that, like, yeah, so, like, that's terrible. But um, they should make eventually, the- like everyone would say that it would rust out eventually. But I don't know how long that takes, and like, is that really beneficial? Like, I mean, he's trying to eat with a hook in his mouth. And- they should make dissolvable hooks. Yeah, but I don't know if it would catch a tuna. That's a fact. You need that that big boy. hook. It's not that big. You'd be actually be surprised. It's actually really small. So, do you have any like crazy catching tuna stories? Um, Any, like, real notable ones where it's, like, Zach versus the Beast? I mean, like, the biggest Tuna one... Tuna are extremely fast. The longest fight was uh, eight hours. Oh! And it... Yeah. You won, though. I won. Dude! I won. Eight hours? Eight hours straight. Um, I, I how had, long, a, how I had to average? come off a little bit. I let my captain go in a little bit here and there. Were you but, just working him? You just have to work him. And that was the, one of the the first times I had a, um, a giant on, and it was my first or second year so i didn't really like i I, ha- I was starting to get down but i didn't have it down down on how to play them especially when they're that big and um and you get you get scared because um you know you don't want to crank up too much tension you need like some play in the line because they come around and basically you try to work them into a circle and um as and you literally get into like a game of tug of war and like you um They'll come out, they'll pull a little line, and then when they come back around, you got to crank it and try to, like, pull them up a little bit. So, like, as they're coming towards you, that's, like, your little break, and you crank it up a little bit, and then they're going to come back, they're going to take a little line. And, like, you basically fight them for, like, 
uh, however long you can until you can get them into that. And then sometimes they'll still leave that. Like, you're like, oh, he's under control. And, like, you'll watch the line go in the water so you know what he's doing. And once they start doing that, they start losing oxygen because they're, they're, like, only swimming halfway. Yeah, and they're tired. they're not moving as, like, good as they should be. One, one gill is, like, almost closed because they're always turning. So they're not, like, getting the oxygen they need. So that's when they start tiring out. Were you ever, like, fuck this? Like, yeah. where you just, like, had a had a fishing pole and just, like, honestly, I'm done. Just throw the pole in. Well, we got in fights here and there. And uh, one time I threw uh, a rod, like, towards my captain, and he threw, like, something at me. And then we were always pretty dandy, though. We, were, we really got together pretty well. Did you, ever, did you ever just, like, you guys are in a bad fight and just, like, threaten to throw him in the great white shark-infested <laughs> waters? No. You don't want this, man! Yeah, no one goes no one goes swimming, that's for sure. You don't jump off the boat and take a dip. What, Stellwagon Bank? Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. But I got out of that because um, I'm not, I don't, like, love killing stuff. And there's a lot of, um, like, stuff that, like... There's I'd, something a little more holistic about fishing, though. Yeah, it's cool. I, like, it is, like... I, like, I loved being out there, and, like, the whales would follow our boat and just circle our boat for hours, and, like, I swear, I told you this before, like, looking at a whale in the eye, it's like looking at a human, like, I'm not fucking around, like, you look at a Bro. dog, you can look at a dog, and it's like, alright, I'm looking at a dog, like, he's cool, like, I kinda think he might be curious about me, but the whale... He's like, yo, does that have a treat in his pocket, or what? The whale was like, bro, you're in my hood, what are you doing here? But, was the whale also, like... Dude. But he was. Was he ever like welcome? It to wasn't my even hood? like that. It, like it wasn't negative. Like it seemed like he was trying to connect with me, and I'm not even fucking around. Like I might have been on the water for too long. Did you? But did, did you start learning sonar? No, but they would circle us for hours, dude. Hours. Okay, so you're, and they didn't hit you're getting line. all these bad looks from the whales. Were yeah. they ever like looking at you like, yo, bro? One day you're gonna get off this boat and you're gonna make some awesome memes. Well, I think that. um yeah, maybe the whales were trying to tell me something. <laughs> they were trying to get me out of that gig. but So you think whales hate humans? I don't think whales hate humans. I think they're like, I think they're like our spiritual guidance. So you think, there's, you think whales are trying to tell humans something? I think he, whales might be trying to tell humans something. What? Um, learn how to be like us because like, they're so sustainable. They've been in here for millions of years. And uh, I got in it with my captain. He's like, dude, whales are definitely stupid. Like, we can kill them. And I'm like, so you're going to judge the, your ability to kill something on its intelligence. Dude, whales, if they were vicious animals, could destroy humans. Yeah, any one of those whales could just flip our boat at any time. I know, time. I was going to imagine if you just like did a belly flop they like, didn't. straight through your boat. They literally didn't. And it's like, think about if they held a grudge. Because they remember. They, they only, whales are, can be 50 to 100 years old. So... There's whales out there. How that, long do blue whales live? I don't know, but we could look that up. Did you but ever see one out there? I did never see a blue whale. They are massive, though, and I always wish that I did see one. Uh, I still hope that I see one one day. Let's go hit the water. Yeah, but um, I just, I just fucked up. You're, no, you're talking about communicating with the whales and like them being sustainable as opposed to humans. Yeah, no, I lost it. It's, it's the whales communicating, bro. Yeah, they were trying to send me something right yeah, there. Yeah, did you get something into your ears? Yeah, I got a little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah, they came at me. <laughs> my bad, yeah. They they uh, disrupted the signal. Yo. Oh, my fault. Benny Congo says, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, Benny, man. you still in here, bro? What's up, Benny? Benny, what's up, dog? 
Benny! Yo, we might want to post one video today, Benny. Oh, you guys got a bunch, right? Yeah, we we, we were crazy. We were like, we went in the park and um, I had like two kind of ideas. He had an idea and um, then we came up with another idea. So like by the end of it, we were like, we were looking at our phones and we're like, dude, we just did four. And it was like only been like an hour and a half. It was like two hours. We were like, that's like abnormal. Like sometimes it'll take like an hour just to like even come up with and like solidify it. But. I don't know. We just like did it. <laughs> it also, was, I don't know if radar awesome. is here, but the radar song worked. What song? Remember, I was like, "Yo," I commented, "I was like, yo, the song's Acid Drip by the Ra- Real Radar." Yeah, I didn't know that. No, no, it's not your fault. Yeah, bro. it's in there now, though, right? Yeah, I fixed it. I put it in there. Hey, you're a great guy. Hey, thanks. I try. Let's whisper the rest of the podcast. Uh, yeah, Benny put that song in there, and I uh, didn't know that it was someone that we knew. I thought it was just like a random song, so. Then I saw that, and then I fixed it. Way to sell your boy out. You're a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, Benny, that's all your fault. I mean you. How could you snitch on Benny? I know. I'm, I'm still snitching on you, Benny. Good <laughs> 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 ass. All right, listen, it's almost 11. All right, dude. I, I, I want to make sure you get a, a hashtag plug in. One plug, plug all the socials. Always have blast having you up here, man. Yeah, we for should, sure. We should do it like 14 times a week. Yeah, no, I'm down to link up. Um, I think we'll always have stuff to talk about. And um, when I have my space opened up, like, well, yeah, just just tell them what you got on the way, because I feel like people who have been following you probably think there's a lot of things going on. So just kind of yeah. give them a little bit of a schedule. Yeah. So you know, I got my apparel is uh, slowly going. I got some people that are going to be modeling that this summer. I'm really excited about that. I got my joint papers that are coming soon. I'm going to be handing those out. If you really want some, then um, who knows? Maybe I'll put some on my site just for funds, but I'm going to be handing them out for free. So if you see me in person, ask me for some. And I have a creative space that's getting opened up with my partner, KP Stockford, and it's going to be epic. We're going to be putting on some like crazy stuff. We don't even fully have it all planned out yet, so I'm keeping it under wraps. We have walls that are going to get put up soon. Um, people think I'm slacking, but we're working. Okay. Hashtag Dumb America. <laughs> Make sure you get that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got like two, three questions left. Hit me. Okay. One. I had a good idea, but I blew it. It would have been so much funnier earlier. Dude, if you go on Plymouth Plantation, the name of the character would be Zach the Quaker. Zach the Quaker. That was, that was one point. I think it was right. pretty funny. Exactly. I'll just type in Quaker. I'm going to add that to that note that Quaker, I made earlier. Yeah. I'm Make saying you put on like a George Washington wig or you something. You gave me two uh, two skit ideas today, so thanks for that. No I'm going to pro- act on those. No problem, man. ADHD boys are in the building. Also, um, Frank, think of anything for LinkedIn? Was there anything in here? I gotta ask you a business question. What Gary should I do? He's making me want to get. I need to. I'm up on my LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I'm heavy. On I'm it. on LinkedIn, but I'm not heavy. Okay. Yeah. How's this? I got. I got one for you. Ready? Business mode. So Zach, you know you've amassed a very large following yourself via memes, via comedic skits and sketches. It's a very creative process. Do you think? Opening up your brand to outside sponsorship would dilute some of your creative control. 
Um, yes. I think that, like... <laughs> you don't I'll, have to answer a professional, No, I bro. think I'm going to be, like, super careful with who I partner with, like, everything. Like, if McDonald's hit me up and was like, here's a million dollars, um, you just have to eat a Big Mac on TV and say that it, uh, McDonald's is awesome, like, I, I would probably refuse that. Oh! Yeah. It tastes good, though. No. You know, or or I would take it, right? But then immediately after that, I would just shit on McDonald's. Okay. Hey, so hey, McDonald's. Hopefully McDonald's never sees this because come at your boy, <laughs> hit me with that Big Mac promo, <laughs> and then I'll shit on you. McDonald's, I would never do that to you. I love McFlurries, and I love the menu. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> you, that, don't, you don't like McFlurries? No, don't do that. To, oh. Don't do that to your people. Oh, is it bad? Everything's bad from there. Dude, McFlurries are... It's like it's soft serve ice cream with M&M's, There's nothing bro. that comes from there that is going to help your body feel good. Okay. Is that enough for LinkedIn? <laughs> All right, we'll take it. We'll use it. Okay, so you know how to start now. This, but these, this is your second time up here, man. So this is your platinum hour. Oh, okay. When do I get uh, like emerald? Diamond. Oh, diamond. Okay. Diamond will be the third one. It's 11, dude. We're like, timed it perfect. Okay. So you say, this is... Hi, I'm the Stupid American, a.k.a. Zach. Is it Cratch? Cratch, yes. Cratch. Good pronunciation. Not like... It's hard to pronounce. Cratch, like hatch. Like hatch. Like an Easter egg. Just like a hatched an egg. Oh, hatch, like... Yeah, just like a hatched an egg, cratch. Or it also rhymes with like batch of cookies. Yeah, like a good batch of cookies. Or I like baking those. Batch, you know what batch rhymes with? Bachelor? I don't think batch and bachelor rhyme. No, they don't. I was going to say batch also rhymes with latch, like the Sam Smith song. Like, I'm latching onto you. You know? No. I can't. I don't. I'm not familiar. But know what latch also rhymes with? Come on, Frank. He's on a tangent here. I was going to say it kind of rhymes with whack. Like, whack? Like, dude, if I don't get this tuna today for my vessel i'm gonna whack you in the head yeah i'm glad you're a podcaster not a rapper yeah okay (laughs) we'll keep it going here we go so hi my name your name this is my platinum hour directly after no break hi your name that was my platinum hour okay so three two one said hike (laughs) actually wait let's do is this camera on i might need um like a visual board to 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 quote this right (laughs) Let's do th- that. Will be next. Once me and Frank get the budget up, that's what that will be next. Yeah, we'll get Frank all the equipment he needs. Here yeah. We go. <laughs> all right. What's up? My name's Zach. I'm the stupid American. Uh, this is my platinum hour. Should I do that that was perfect. Do that, that, no, that was per- No, that was perfect. But then you got to go to this camera and finish it. And Zach's far from stupid. And I'm far from stupid. All right. Let's do that again. Are you want to start on this one? Yeah, we'll try it. We'll start on this. Make sure it's on. How do we look hot? What do you want me to say? Like right here. We good. What's up, guys? This is the Stupid American. My name's Zach Cratch, but you know I go by whatever. But I'm not actually that stupid. Oh, I would. You gotta say this is my platinum hour. And then that I forgot was my that. Platinum yeah, hour. this is my platinum hour. That was my platinum hour. Oh, because you want both those. The for start the and the end. I got you. And a little editing. Okay, cool. All right. What's up, guys? This is Zach Cratch. I'm the Stupid American, and this is my platinum hour. Now this camera. And that was my platinum hour. No, it's I'm the stupid American, and that was my platinum okay, hour. Okay, can we just go from there then? Do you think? All right, I'm the stupid American, and that was my platinum hour, and I'm not so stupid. 
You're not. You're a good guy. Hey, Frank, ready whenever you are to click it. <laughs> Three, two.